Jesus, when he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said, my son's come on. For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Help me welcome our pastor and father, Bishop Patrick Bruce, to bring us the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell your neighbor today, God will speak to you in a certain way that you cannot miss. Let us pray. Father, thank you so very, very much for every opportunity, every occasion when we gather like this to come into your presence. And my prayer this morning is today will be no exception. Let no one leave here unaffected. Let no one leave here untouched. Let no one leave here the same because we came here with an agenda, with a purpose to meet the living God. Thank you so very, very much that as we fellowship, as we interact with you, you will change our lives. Bless us. Bless us so very much in Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together this morning. And you may be seated. Tell somebody the good Samaritan. The good Samaritan. One of the greatest, greatest uh, um, messages of the Bible, they are hidden in the parables and the stories that Jesus told. And, and sometimes they contain a lot of truth for us. But many of us tend to read it as a story and just bypass it. This morning, I want us to learn a very great lesson from this parable. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. And tell your neighbor, you are inside. You are inside. Tell them you are inside the parable. So ask him, which one are you? There are five characters. Ask him, which one are you? Are you the good Samaritan? Are you the, the man going down? Are you the thieves, the armed robbers? Hey, which one are you? Because you are inside that story. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us turn to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. And um, as you read, try and identify yourself in this story. And Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead.
dead. And by chance, there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. May someone take care of you. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Verse 35. Which now of these three thinketh thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. So this is the this is the story of the the good Samaritan, the man who was on a journey going from Jerusalem to Jericho or Jericho to Jerusalem to Jericho and he fell among thieves and he had all those experiences and uh, there's, there's very very much that we can learn from this story hallelujah um, number one the man was on a journey ask your neighbor what journey are you on tap, tap him on the shoulder and say I'm talking to you what journey are you on because we are all on a journey amen in fact if you are not on a journey there's something very wrong with you a you're not going anywhere ask him but what is your aim in life tap tap it by again ask him what is your aim in life what are you trying to achieve amen there are some people when they wake up in the morning they have nowhere to go they have no plans. They just wake up and see, what am I eating today? And then they wear, then they check, what am I wearing today? And then they just go out and then come back in the evening and nothing has changed. So anybody, you must, you, you are on a journey. You are on a journey. And, and you see, if you don't recognize that fact that you are on a journey, what will happen is that you waste your life. Hallelujah. You waste your life and you'll be just sitting around watching the days go past and then suddenly you realize you are 45 years old. Suddenly. And you wonder, where, where have all the years gone? And if you don't sit up and take note that you are actually going somewhere, 
before you are aware, you've gotten to your destination. Do you know where that is? Nowhere. Hallelujah. Young ladies, if a man come and propose to you, ask him, Mr. Man, where are you going? Ask him, where are you going? What is your mission in life? Amen. And the truth is, whether you like it or not, you are on a journey. You are moving somewhere. Amen. Amen. You are on a journey in life. And what happened to this man on his life's journey is that he fell among thieves. Ask your neighbor, who is your best friend? Where is your best friend? Because some of you, your best friends are thieves. Your best friends are uh, uh, wee smokers. Your best friends are party boys and party girls. Ask your neighbor, I think they've caught you this morning. I think, I think they've caught you this morning. One of the greatest revelations to me is when somebody is getting married then I see who their best man is you see their best man is some Azik is that guy who has come so my secondary school friend this guy who has come he has no church in him he has no God in him the guy who is your best man your maid of honor who is there with you at your at the high point of your life a wedding is somebody totally unchristian then we begin to wonder who, who is your best friend so ask him about who is your best friend ask him right now who is your best friend ask him is your best friend in church what, what did he say no ask him I'm, I'm waiting for an answer it's your best friend in church as you are sitting here your best friend is smoking or under a tree somewhere as you are here your best friend is sitting at a, under a tree playing dummy or playing scrabble or going to do play lawn tennis, play basketball hey, I'm asking you where's your best friend? amen because it is as you walk with people that you fall into their lifestyles and one of the greatest, greatest blessings you can have is that your best friend is a strong Christian in a good church yes one of oh i thought you were clapping oh yeah one of the greatest blessings one of the greatest helps you can do yourself is that your best friend your best and your best friend is somebody who you can share your your failures with hallelujah it's somebody who you can share things with when they go bad somebody where a place where you can go and sit down and and be yourself how many realize that some people when you say something to them before you are aware is in town you, you don't have a friend like that you have a friend like that when you tell them a secret it's the best way to broadcast it they, it will be in town within two days that oh you are oh, they see that they look at you differently you are the one yeah when you have a best friend or a friend who is watching pornography on his phone what, what kind of friend is that how many have a friend like that you raise your hand but it doesn't matter I, I know yeah your your best friend should be in church amen oh i said amen 
And when I say best friend, I mean your very good friend. I mean somebody you can talk to. I mean somebody you can share your, your things with. I, I, I really mean that. So ask neighbor, listen, do you have a best friend? What did he or she say? No. no you don't have a best friend. Especially those who sit alone in church. Yes, I'm looking at one of them. Yes, I'm looking at one of them. She's always alone. So, look, check, find somebody sitting and ask me, why are you sitting alone? Ask somebody. Ask a person, your neighbor. Ask him, why are you sitting alone? Please ask a person sitting alone. Ask him, excuse me, Mr. Man. Excuse me, Mr. Man. Why are you sitting alone? Yeah. No, I mean, and what's the answer? Is it a good answer? Is that a good answer? Then say, move and join me quickly. Move and join me. Hey, join some, Mr. Man, join somebody and sit by somebody. Yes. You won't join anybody. Hey, some of you like to be alone. You like to be alone. She won't come. You too, you won't go. So, <laughs> so you're all there. Hallelujah. Listen, your best friend, tell someone your best friend must be in church. Your best friend has much more influence on you than I do. Your best friend speaks to you much, much more often than I do. Your best friend is the one who most of us go to in times of trouble. Hallelujah. Amen. And your best friend is very often the one who may advise you when you have a problem. And this man was traveling down on the road from Jerusalem to Jericho. Then he fell among thieves. May you never have a thief or such a person as a very good friend. Amen. And what happened was they beat him and they left him uh, stripped, wounded, and half dead. Tell somebody, no matter your faith, no matter how much you believe no matter how strong you are as a Christian you will have trouble amen you will have trouble you tell me about something I mean you see why I'm saying this is to protect your heart the day something bad happens to you then you won't say, God has failed me. That's why I'm telling you this. The day you meet a disaster or the day something terrible overtakes you, then you will not say that God didn't keep me, God didn't protect me. One day, a certain young lady, her, her father was sick, and we prayed, 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 prayed. Do you know how to pray? Do you know how to pray? Okay, we, we, can, we know how to pray. We prayed, 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 prayed very hard. Do you know what happened? The man died. After all our prayer. A 
And after he died, she, she stopped church. She said, God, if God can't save my father, what's the use? If, if God is not capable of delivering him, what's the use? So she stopped church. And it is because of trouble. Amen? Tell somebody you have trouble. No, no, you didn't say it well. Tell me you have trouble. I don't know what kind of trouble you are, but you have trouble. You uh, tell them, shake your head. Say, my brother, I, 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 I. You, no, no, you're not, you're not helping me this morning. Tell them the trouble you have. Eh? I, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, but you have it. Yeah, you have it. Uh, Job chapter fourteen, verse one, when when uh, Job was talking and he said man that is born of a woman ask the person where did you come from yeah man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble yeah it, 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 sometimes I, I listen to me sometimes we, we think that when we become believers we become Christians we become immune from trouble. We think that, oh, once I'm a believer, dear, and I'm a Christian, and by, by grace, I am, a, I am trying sincerely in my heart to be a good Christian, and that is very important. It is those who are trying sincerely in their hearts to be good Christians. I mean, some Christians are, 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 are Christians. Or you don't, you don't, have you seen some of those Christians? Have you seen some before? Some Christians, they are, I mean, they are Christianity. We just believe God that they are Christians. That's all. And that's by the grace of God. I'll see you in heaven. But their behavior, their language, their dressing, their company, their church attendance, it leaves very much to be desired. They are, they are not correct. They are not. They are not correct. I hope there's none here this morning. I hope there's none here this morning. Ask him, are you a proper Christian? Ask him, are you a proper Christian? Ask him, I, you know, you can't touch everybody's chest, so be careful. But ask him, is your heart correct? If he's a man, you can touch him. He's a girl, be careful. Is your heart, just, is your heart correct? Because, because uh, many hearts are not correct. Many Christians don't pray, don't read Bible, don't fast, don't do any kind of that just what? No, 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 no. I, I don't mean that. There are some two who are serious. Ask him, are you a serious Christian? Are you sincerely a follower of Jesus Christ? Ask him, are you deep down? You know, tell him, you see, you can't touch the chest. It's a problem. If you are a girl, touch a lady's chest. If you are a lady, touch a man's chest, but man, you can't do likewise. Are you deep down in your heart a believer? What did he or she say? He said yes. How many say yes? I'm a how many say yes? I'm a sincere Christian. Can I see your hand? Yes, I really am a trying Christian. Can I see your hand? Yes, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. Can I see your hand? If your hand is down, I don't know why in church. You are trying. Then you are the one most in danger of being heartbroken. You are, you see, it is the one who falls in love whose heart will be broken the guy who is just walking around 
just moving anyhow, you can't break his heart. Ah, how? His heart is iron rod and concrete. You can't break his heart. He's just walking around and but noble. <laughs> how do you know that? <laughs> ask her, ask her how she knows that. <laughs> you can't break the heart. I mean somebody who is when he does he behaves anyhow, you can't break his heart. No, 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 no. It is the soft, gentle guys. The nice, smiley girls. Not the girl, the high-timing girl. No, no, no. You can't break their heart. It is the good Christian. The sincere Christian who is most in danger of being disappointed by God. Because they think that as I'm serving God with my heart and my strength, God too must help me with his heart and his strength. Or it's not like that. It's one one draw. Yeah, I do, you do. So I help God, God helps me. And I'm doing the best with my power. God to do your best with your power. So they are they are believing that God will help them. That's why when some people feel as if they say, Hey, why? Let me stop prayer meeting and now focus on my on my on my exam, on my studies. Because this God you can't trust him. As you are steady hard and trusting him to take care of you, he would. That's why some people too are very disturbed that, ah, Lord, I've kept my virginity ah, for 32 years. Nobody has come to propose. Those foolish, foolish girls blowing themselves around, they rather have gotten husbands. Or how many have not thought like that before? You raise your hand, but it doesn't matter. It's true. Now, no, I mean, I'm a very good girl, but nobody has come to propose. And the other bad girls rather have got, I'm a very good girl. I've never done abortion before. I've never done anything before. And look at my marriage. Look at my life. I'm alone. The man I married as a husband is a foolish man. The man who didn't take care of me. Look at this girl. She was blowing. She was a bad girl. And look at that nice man. The man calls her sweetheart. Ah, Lord. This man, this foolish girl. A man is calling her sweetheart. And then me. They call me. Hey, 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 hey. I will forever. <laughs> I, I feel it's not fair. Yeah. But do you know why? Because in life, you will have trouble. Yeah, you will have trouble. And trouble will meet you. Genesis 47. I think it's verse, verse uh, 9. Genesis 47, verse 9. Let me see. Genesis. Yeah. And Jacob said to Pharaoh, go to verse 8. Verse 8. And Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How old are you? How old are you? And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, The days of my pilgrimage are 130 years. Look at his comments. Few and evil have been the days of my... Tell somebody, may you never say something like that before. By us or trouble you have. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. And, 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 and listen, trouble doesn't reflect on you. It is a reflection of the world in which we live. So it is not that uh, you are doing something wrong. It is what will happen to you. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. 
I didn't hear a good amen. amen. So, tell somebody, when trouble meets you, it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's a part of it. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, it is to be expected. How can you be a woman and then you don't have your menses? Ah. Ask a woman, ah, how? Tap a woman, ask her, how? What are you thinking? Hey, tap a woman, ask her, what are you thinking? I don't want my menses again. Tap, tap a woman, say, what, what is wrong with you? You are not tapping a woman. Tap a woman on the shoulder and ask her, what is wrong with you? Tell them it will come. It will come. If it doesn't come, something is wrong. Amen. And so this man on his way down from Jerusalem met trouble on the way. Hallelujah. So that is the introduction to our service. So now I want to tell you two or three things. Number one. Number one. Okay. Number one is you have trouble. Let me start from there. Number one is you will have trouble. Number two. As you have trouble, you will have help. Hey, by all means, you will have help. I said by all means, what's you have help no no you didn't answer me well i said what by all means you will have help you will not lie down and die on that road the man didn't lie down there and die they didn't come and find a dead body they didn't come and see him passed away no 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 you will have trouble yes but you also have help are, are you listening to me are you listening to me i said you will definitely have help you will not be alone. Jesus said what? I will never leave you nor forsake you. So as for alone, dear, you are not alone. As for having help, you will have help. Oh, one night I was driving on the road. Um, I was going to Tamale. I left Accra late. So in the night somewhere, I was on the road somewhere. There was no village, no car, nothing. I was just driving. Then suddenly, smoke, smoke began to bubble from under my bonnet. It was smoking. So I parked the car, then I lifted the bonnet. I saw smoke, just filling the whole bonnet. I stood there. I said, well, I, what is this? <laughs> what is this? I mean, as I stood there, I, I didn't know where to, what to start looking for. I, I didn't know, is it petrol? Is it, I had no idea what to do. As I stood there looking at my engine smoking in the darkness, just then a car was passing. Then it just the man drove past me. Then he stopped down there. And then a man got down from the car and he ran back to me. He ran to my car. When he came, he didn't ask me any question. He just took my car and removed the battery from the terminal and then just blew away the smoke. And then he began to talk. Tell him you will have help in the night. Then he showed me where the problem was. By myself, my car will burn. Oh, yes. Because I stood there looking and watching the smoke coming. And you couldn't, I couldn't see where it was coming from. 
But the man came and said, tell them that you have help. Oh, he didn't say, well, you have help. One night, a certain man was standing at a train station and there were a certain lady and there were about four or five guys with purple hair and red hair and orange hair standing there. And as they began to walk towards her, a man came down from the, into the subway and he just came and stood by her. And when the, these guys saw the man there, they just turned back. That's all. Tell them you will have help. You will never be alone. No matter how dark or how terrible your conditions are, you will always have help. Amen. Put your hands together for that. You always have help. Hallelujah. God will, look, tell your neighbor, God will never leave you in trouble. That's why when there was a great famine in the whole world, God had set up food in Egypt that all could go there and receive the food and the help they needed. You always have help. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. You, look, you, you don't believe me. Tell, tell anybody, you always have help. You, you will never be alone. You will never be abandoned. Shake anybody and say, no, never feel, oh, shake anybody. Say, never feel that God has left you. Shake, oh, shake your neighbor and just hold him and shake him like that. You're not shaking your neighbor. Shake, don't mind that. I said shake. Shake your neighbor. You, you will never be abandoned like that. No matter how the world is shaking you, there will be someone to stabilize you. Amen. Are, are you listening to me? There will always be help. Hallelujah. But I've not finished. There will always be help. But most often, most often, that help will come from a place you don't expect. Very often, most often, that help, the help the man came from, it was a Samaritan. Tend to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. Verse, verse, verse 9. John chapter 4. Yes. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, ask drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? Why? For the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Amen. Why are you listening to me? So, the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. So, the last person a Jew would expect help from is from a Samaritan. And he would expect help from the priests or the Levites. And they are the ones, the priests and the Levites, they are the ones who walked past him and went their way. Some of you, you expect help from your family members. You, are, you think that your family is the one who will save you from any kind of trouble. And that is why anytime your uncle call you, you jump up 
then you run to your uncle thinking that in the future he will help you tell the by your thinking is not tap your neighbor's head your thinking is not correct oh tap the head the side of the head your thinking is not correct you think your family hey is it is it what woofa woofa look you you will be disappointed i said you will be disappointed by by the behavior okay let me ask how many even now have a little suspicion about the love in their family that they don't care for you as you think can i see anybody's hand you suspect oh no take your time let me finish talking take your time you suspect that in your family not your mother brother sister your family they don't love you as you think can i see you you suspect can i lift your hand wave your hand well hi hi you suspect can i see your hand well you suspect those whose hands are down you're not wise you are not wise you will see what we suspect (laughs) you will see it what we suspect that they don't care for us you you will experience there are some people when they go to certain family houses they don't eat their food two are correct some when they go for family funeral they don't eat why they suspect something <laughs> they suspect something that in my family i'm not as loved as i should be and that is true amen that is true because many of you many of us listen what re- are you listening to me are you listening to me the real emotion towards you in your extended family is jealousy is jealousy the real feelings towards you in your ex- except you are very very poor they we don't jealous you no idea you can, nobody cares about you so if you are very very poor you don't have anything you don't have sharing then we, we don't care you can be there when you begin to do well just a little bit just a little bit what you will experience most often in the extended family is jealousy not happiness and celebration look when you go announce your wedding watch every face <laughs> as you're announcing Charlie, Charlie, I'm getting married on the 18th of July. That's my wedding date. As I get married on 18th July, check, hey, hooray! Check their faces. You will see some. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. No, 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 no. The help you expect from, you see, because, because we are, um, Africans where family traditions are so strong we have thought that family is the greatest help that we will have but it's not true and um, unfortunately many of us will discover it at not a good moment that is why this morning my message to you is yes help will come yes God will deliver you from any trouble financial social whatever it is but it will likely come from a place you don't expect 
And I want to tell you that most of us, your, your help will come from somebody that God has placed in your life. Amen. Amen. Not somebody that the family has placed in your life, but somebody that God has placed in your life. And that is how come it is, it may even be somebody, uh, one, of, one of our common thinkings also is tribe. Tribe. Many of us think along tribal lines. Happy neighbor, I, I think you are, you, are, you are like that. You think along tribal lines because we are aware of our tribe, our language, our village, our hometown, and we, we know those. Oh, I, I have, you see, I have been bent many times because somebody will tell me, oh, this is my brother. Then I will say, really? It doesn't look like you. <laughs> they will say, oh, no, no, no. We are from the same village. We are from the same village. Or we are from the same town. I was very confused for many years because anybody from your town is suddenly your brother. And then suddenly, that person becomes close to you. I said, listen, in your town, I don't know armed robbers. I don't know we smokers. I don't know prostitutes. I don't know juju men in your town such that every person from your town or your village is now your best friend. Ask your neighbor in your hometown. I don't know juju men there. Tap your neighbor, ask him. In your hometown. I don't know juju men. I don't know armed robbers in your hometown. Hey, please tap your neighbor, ask him. I don't know armed robbers in your hometown that every man from your hometown is your brother your brother arm robber amen one day a certain lady a certain boy came to propose to her and when the boy proposed i told the boy brother press on it will work and the brother pressed on but it didn't work and do you know what the, so I went to ask the girl. May I ask questions? So I went to ask the girl. Ah, I, I see this brother is attempting to make a move, but it's not working. What is the reason? And do you know what she told me? Her father has found her a boy. I said, Really? That's very nice. What boy is this? So he's a boy in my hometown. That's so what are the qualifications? of this boy my hometown do you know what i told her you are a foolish girl i told her so i asked her she said my father said it is better to marry from my hometown they are our people i said good true i accept but then i asked her in your hometown is there divorce then she kept quiet i told her you are a foolish girl you are going to marry the one, the one foolish man in your hometown it's the one you're going to marry. If that is the only criteria. Amen. Please tap somebody and ask you, are you also doing the same mistake marrying from your hometown? Oh, please tap your neighbor. Are you also counting on your wafer to come and help you? Oh, please, you didn't tap your neighbor asking, are you doing the same mistake? Are you, is that why you can't commit yourself to church? Because anytime family meeting you jump and run away to a family meeting tell him yeah, look 
your your real help are you listening to me your real help will come from a place you don't expect amen what did david say i will lift up my eyes to the hills hey why this morning from whence cometh hey why why, uh, you don't know this psalm hey you don't know this scripture you better know this scripture you know what i will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help then what do you say my help cometh from my hometown from my uncle my help cometh from where hey my please hold your neighbors i say i suspect you don't do this self i I, please hold hold your neighbor and then tell them that let's say my i will lift up my eyes to the hills uh, uh, please hold your neighbor and say it together at least today you learn this scripture before you go home i will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence my help cometh and then my help cometh from the lord it's okay it's enough put your hands together god will send you help amen and the help will come from a place you don't expect yeah the 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 one man they didn't think would help was the man who helped the samaritan the one man who should have walked away was the one who didn't walk away the samaritan hallelujah amen i listen to me what's the first point you have trouble for the second point you have help god will send you help what's the third point help will come from somewhere you don't expect yeah let me give you one more point the help will be okay two more points just one more point they will pour they will what you need what you need or what you will receive is oil and wine what you need are, are you writing you're not writing you're not making notes you are shabri you know everything already i should you, you can preach also you're not writing some of you are just looking at into the atmosphere what you need is what oil and wine oil and wine oil is a sign of spiritual things the anointing you need spiritual help amen i didn't hear a good amen i said you need spiritual help some of you your problem is spiritual there are witches and demons chasing you there's a motel behind you look that <laughs> i'm sorry i'm laughing but it's true i'm sorry look so find a lady tell her the reason why maybe not the, not the reason maybe the reason why you are not married is spiritual you won't say it you won't say it one day my very best friend he called me he called us to come for uh, an emergency meeting we should all come quickly 
Then we all rushed to his house. And when we got there, he said, uh, he took us to his, his, um, his to-be wife, his beloved's house. And when we got there, we found that um, her, 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 her grandmother had been caught that morning in the compound with a calabash and doing some things. Do you know some things? The grandmother was, they, they, somebody saw her red-handed just doing those things. So they, they finally got her, sat down and talked to her. Hey, I will explain what you are doing. Explain. And then they, they talked uh, Then she finally explained what she was doing. And among the things that she was doing was that none of her children would marry. None of them. Because she has married them all herself to protect them from foolish men. So she has married her daughters. None of them will marry. And none of them marry, married. Tap a sister nearby. Your problems oh, may not be beauty. In fact, you are beautiful. Oh, you help me. It may be spiritual. Tell a man nearby the reason why you don't have a proper job. It's not that you don't have intelligence. It's that a demon has stopped you and is stopping your work. It's not that. Look, it, 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 listen, listen. You must be aware of spiritual things. Amen. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. I didn't hear a good amen. You must be aware of the spiritual world. Tell somebody, don't dismiss story of witches and wizards and, and moti. Don't say it's nonsense. Don't talk like that. Don't say that I don't believe. Hey, me, I don't believe in witches. You are a fool. You don't believe in witches. You are not in. You are, look, they are real. They are real. Amen. I don't believe in curses. You don't believe in curses. You'll be poor. Because curses are real. And so you must live your life opposing and overturning all the curses that may come your way. That is why the Bible says a curse without cause will not land. We are being cursed all the time, but we live our lives such that no curse will ever land on me. Put your hands together for yourself. No curse will ever land. You need oil. Amen. I said you need oil. That is why I have conventions and I'm having a convention next two weeks so they will come and pour oil on us. Yeah. You need oil. Ask for oil. Oh, are you clapping well? Ask for oil there. You need it. You need it. If you have... Listen. Listen. Look at me. Look, Everybody look at me. If you have no spiritual defense, your life will not be as good as it should be. Say full stop. That's it. I've, I've said it. You need oil. Hallelujah. And you also need wine. Wine. That is the natural things. Um, Psalm. Psalm. Psalm something. It says he gives us bread for strength, oil. To make our faces shine and wine to make our hearts happy. Somebody find it. Find the scripture. Some oil 
to make our faces shine and wine to make our hearts happy and bread some 104 verse 15 15 some 104 verse 15 some 104 verse 15 uh, my time is finished verse 4 verse 14 first verse 14 hey is it is it manual aha he causes the grass to grow for the cattle and herb for the service of man that he may bring forth food out of the earth then verse 15 and then wine that makes glad the heart of man that is your heart physical strength and then your soul and then oil to make his face shine that's the anointing and then bread which is strength for man's heart the body amen so you you will need also wine tell somebody you need advice how to conduct your affairs amen oh shake somebody you see many young men you need to be told that accept any job you are given some of you say oh i want a proper job you want a proper job no that's not good at take any job you get even laborer houseboy driver car carpenter any accept it number two you must never borrow money say amen, amen. say amen. amen is there a banker here if there's a banker here i'm sorry for you never go to a bank and borrow money never 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 bank banks are rich where is their money from do they work do bankers work they don't work they sit down and collect your money it means something you're sitting here so no never borrow money from a bank i'm giving you advice for life amen no matter how poor you are save something i didn't hear amen again amen. i said no matter how shake it about tell them no matter how poor you are save even one city something every day save that's that is wine physical and secular advice you receive oil and wine amen, amen. and then he took the man and he put him in an inn where he asked the innkeeper take care of him you cannot i'm closing listen carefully to this last one you cannot be left on your own you cannot be left by yourself you need to belong somewhere you need to be placed somewhere you must be a part of something and that is why they took their man and put him in an inn in a place where there were others tell somebody you must belong somewhere hebrews 10 verse 25 and that's a key scripture you must have not forsaking or not neglecting the assembling of ourselves together that is what we are doing this sunday morning we are assembling ourselves together we all believe in jesus we all serve him we all pray but we come together just to be an assembly amen i didn't hear a good amen just to be an assembly so that we are stronger and we help each other as is the 
manner of some. That is our culture. That is our manner to come together. And that is why you must be a dedicated, committed member of an assembly. Put your hands together this morning. Ask your neighbor, where do you belong? I hope you are a committed, dedicated member of this assembly. I hope you really, oh please, shake your neighbor, hold their dress, hold their neck. This one they are hold anywhere. Hey, you hold some. Hey, I hope you are a committed member of this assembly. Are you? Are you? Hey, are you? That is, you see, that is the end of the story that Jesus said. That you now belong and you are placed and you are a part of a committed and even even more more importantly what happened is he took he took the 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 man who was hurt and he brought him and he gave him he put him into the hands of somebody I, i'm giving her to you yeah put your hands around her yes and he put her he put him in under somebody's care who cares for you ask your neighbor who is watching he said oh me me i care for you i don't even know who you are you have never come to shake my hand before i have seen you sometimes i know many i know many 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 people i saw somebody the other time i said you i know you he said yes i'm in church i said "Uh uh-huh I know your face but i've not spoken to you before he took him where was the scripture and he placed him luke chapter 10 where is that, that scripture hey where are you Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Verse 34, is that it? Okay. And he set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, see the first day, he took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he gave them to the host and said take care of him he gave it to the host and said take care of him ask him about who is watching over you ask him who will tell you that the man you're going to marry is a foolish man who will tell you that thing Stop asking him about who will tell you who will tell you that listen mr young man sit up and get a job don't be waiting and i say oh what does that mean? Go, go and somebody must drive you to, to do well. A man must take care of you. Who is taking care of you? Ask anybody who is taking care of you. Ask anybody, please shake anybody and ask him, has any pastor, does any pastor know your assembly? Ask him, shake your shake your neighbor. Does any pastor know your assembly your troubles? That, what did he say? No. Yes. No. If it's no, you're in a, it, it should not be no. Take care of him. 
who is taking care of you hey you have left your, t- your caretaker <laughs> that's what they always people say go who is taking care of you amen are you here this morning are you here this morning who will advise recently i was talking to somebody they came to see me about a problem and i and i said look i am sure you received many different advices in the world but i'll my advice that i'll tell you uh, is true and it's not anything i have no interest in anything you want to go to america 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 is a nice place yes it's a nice place but not everybody is called to go there and some if you go there you backslide and you become a homosexual or a weed smoker or a, a, a something some of you tell about some of you should never go to america tap your neighbor tell them tap your neighbor tap your neighbor some of you you should never go to america never 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 at the best a crowd that's okay if you don't want to cry you backslide you backslide there never go anywhere but you see most people when you tell them Charlie, i won't go to america they'll say make you go or is that not what they'll say they'll say make you go no 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 you need somebody who will speak the truth to you yeah ask me about who's taking care of you you need somebody who will tell you that the way you are dressing doesn't suit your body nobody can say it oh it's not true nobody can say that your hairstyle in your head don't work nobody can say it (coughs) hallelujah but you need to be placed in a church and that is why we are here this morning we are we are here this 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 is our month of evangelism listen place people in church first of all your best friend must be in church if you if you have a very good friend who is your very good friend listen bring him to church i didn't hear amen, amen. if you have a very how many have a very good friend who is not in church raise your hand a very good friend who is not in church oh i don't i don't believe your those hands that are down i don't believe all of you give me a wave a very good friend who is not in church let it be your driving mission either i cut off that friendship or i bring him to church and bring him to church there's a better solution bring him to church hallelujah bring him to church amen i didn't hear a good amen i didn't hear a good amen Amen. the good samaritan number one you are on a journey we are all going somewhere may you be on a journey to a good place may you not meet shipwreck along the way but come to a a destination where everything is nice and beautiful may you be satisfied with your life's work may you be able to rest content when your days are coming to an end may you be able to look on the things you have done in your lifetime and then say of a truth god is good may your life journey be a good journey may it be a journey where you can call people to join you on that journey 
maybe a journey where you can say comfortably that I, I have enjoyed my life as you are dying and you are leaving this world never have regrets that oh it was a difficult time but rather say that God has been good to me I have I thank God for the life that I lived I thank God for the place I thank God that I'm in Ghana and not any other place because I've seen people in other places go down whereas we are going up may your life's journey be a good journey may you find help in every trouble as for trouble it will come as for difficulty bad news oh you will hear bad news that is why we pray that it will be far from us but may you always receive help in those troubled times may you always have somebody shout may somebody arise may god send an angel may god send a deliverer may god send a redeemer kinsman may somebody come and save you out of every trouble you find yourself be it police station be it ninth arm robbery be it difficulty financial pressure no accommodation no job no husband whatever trouble you find yourself in may god send a deliverer may god send a helper may god send an encourager that is why jesus son of god when he came from heaven and he walked this earth he didn't walk alone he said listen i need some helpers then he called 12 12 to be with him you will never be alone may god always send helpers to help you may you find the man god has assigned to stand by you and to cover you and to protect you and to be your support your encourager in the difficult days never walk alone never walk alone never walk alone and that help when it comes recognize it don't think in a box don't think in a limited way recognize the help that god will send you it may come in any shape size or form it may likely come in a way you don't expect but it will come it will definitely come maybe a short fat man maybe a tall thin man maybe a round girl maybe a black girl maybe a strange man but the help will come but the help will come and when that help comes receive it shout back at you receive it receive that help it is for your benefit it is look some help it is true some help when it comes it's corrupting it's true some help it comes to strengths it's true but the help that god sends it is pure innocent and and it is coming to really help you there is somebody there is somebody who's helping whose help to you will be genuine and sincere young lady a man will give you money a man will give you money yes yes many men when they give you money don't take it because it's crooked and they are buying you but certain man will give you money receive that money it is going to help you a certain money will change your life a certain man you know that he's a good man not after your body but after your welfare and your well-being because god will send help and help always comes as a man and that help the greatest help the greatest help you can have is to be planted in a church is to belong to a house of god is to be a member of an assembly is for you to be placed in the care of a pastor of a man of god may you find yourself as such a person that you know who is your shepherd that you know who is your caretaker 
you know the one that God has given you. May you find yourself as a man placed where God has set you. And may there be over you a man who loves God. May the man who cares for you be such a man. May the man who watches over you be such a person who loves God, who cares for the things of God, and who sincerely, clearly, deeply wants to help you. When you find yourself in that place, sit comfortably in your chair and enjoy yourself because that is the place that God has placed you. And that is where you do very, very well. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together. Shall we stand to our feet? Shall we stand to our feet? This morning, for just one minute, just ask yourself, who is my caretaker? Just for one minute, just ask yourself, who is watching over me? Who do I know who will care for me? Who can I call in the midnight hour? Who will come and deliver me in my moment of trouble? Just for one minute, just ask yourself and talk to God as you are praying. Just ask, who, who is my caretaker? Who is my caregiver? Who is the one who is watching over me? Just, just one minute, just pray. Just, just talk to God for one minute. Just a very quick prayer just this morning. As you ask God, Lord, what's happening in my life? And this morning, my prayer is commit yourself to this house of God. Commit yourself to this house of God. Wherever you are, lift your voice, just lift your hands, lift your heart, and say, Lord, I am planted here. This is where I am. This is where I am. You have planted me here. Just begin to pray. This is where I am. Hold your neighbor by the hand, my brother, my sister. Not the one from my village. Not the one who is called by my name. Not the one from anywhere. But the same one who has the blood of Jesus. Hold somebody by their hands. Or put your hand on the shoulder. And just pray, my brother, my sister. Just lift your voice and begin to talk to God. Just lift your voice and talk to God this morning. This morning, talk to God. My brother, my sister. We are family. We are family. We are here together. We have been placed in the house of the Lord. We belong to each other. I take care of you. You take care of me. I watch over you. You watch over me. We help ourselves. When you are in trouble, I'm there. When I'm in trouble, you should be there for me. Here we are. Here we are together. My brothers may be far away, but God has given you to me. I may have no relative here, but I don't need a relative. God has given you to me. You are my father, my mother, my brother, my sister. You are like a son. You are like a daughter. We are a family. God has put us together. Just hold on to your hand. I cannot hear you at all. Lift your voice high. Lift your voice this morning for just one minute. Lift your voice this morning. As I lift your voice this morning, I begin to pray. Pray, say, Lord, thank you for this family. Thank you for this family. Where you have placed me. Thank you for this house. Where you have placed me. Thank you for this place. Where you have set me. Hallelujah. You want to bow your heads, you want to close your eyes. For just a prayer, I want to pray. And at this time, you are here and you have not given your heart to Jesus to belong to this house. You are here this morning, and as I speak, you have never prayed, Lord Jesus, come into my heart and take control. As I speak, you are the one I'm talking to. Wherever you are, do me a favor and just lift your right hand. Just your right hand. You are here this morning and you have never prayed, Lord Jesus come into my heart. You have never given your heart to Jesus 
and you are not sure you are going to heaven wherever you are just lift your right hand i just lift your right hand your right hand up high up high god bless you anybody else god bless you god bless anybody else just your right hand don't be shy at all it's a decision you must make to give your heart to jesus and to become a part of this body that he has given us just your right hand god bless you listen with your hand raised do me a favor just come to the front i want to meet you just come to the front just come right now oh yes god bless you just come right now oh put your hands together hallelujah this is a family that is not by birth but by acceptance we choose to belong we choose to be a part of this family that is why we ask and you respond thank you my brothers thank you for making this choice today to believe that jesus has called you out to join this house of his and be partakers of the grace that is upon us and this is the house that god has built with us and all of us are members of this body i want us to pray this morning please pray after me and all of us here this morning dear jesus today i come to you just as i am lord jesus i believe you are the son of god who came from heaven to die on the cross for my sins you shed your blood that my blood should not be shed and you died so i should not die but have everlasting life today i ask you lord jesus come into my heart come into my life and take control prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in the book of life i will never go back to the world i will never obey satan again i have left that place now i belong to jesus i am born again and jesus is my lord my master my savior my best friend thank you father for sending jesus father thank you for my brothers as they stand here to confess your name in this house thank you so very much that they now belong to you as i do and we are now the body the family of god in this place keep them forever from this day keep them always and help us to serve you while we have life and breath thank you so very very much in jesus name amen when he ran to me he took me in his arms till my head to his chest we believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. This is every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.